Hey, Glenn. Thanks so much for having us. We're so stoked, so blessed to be here. This is uh, the phenomenal Elle Victoria, my wonderful wife, and I am Braden Wise, and we are Warriors of Light from all over the world, uh, currently coming to you from our home studio in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. We're about to hear and listen listen to and see the video from us called No Weapon 5417. No more curses, no more revenge, no more fear. 
more hate, no more curses, no more revenge, no more fear, no more hate, no more curses, no more revenge, no more fear, no more hate. There is a God, God of justice, Adonai Sabahot. Brayden and El Victoria, when I was first exposed to your music, I found you guys on YouTube kind of by accident, and then you reached out to my friend Stacy from Revelation Resistance. But when I was first exposed to it, there were a couple of words that just came into my mind when I saw your video and heard your sound. And this is just my stream of consciousness, and I want to see if I'm kind of somewhere in the zone. What I was thinking was bold, prophetic declaration in the last days. Is that what's going on with you guys? Can you share with us what's going on with your music? Because this is a new anointing to me that I hear coming through you. Wow. Well, that's very humbling to hear. Uh, glory to God. All glory to God. Um, yeah, I mean, I think bold is right. We, uh, we want to do something different for the Lord. And, and God had placed on our hearts many years ago the, the single verse, one verse that I think sort of birthed this entire project through his spirit, through his will. And that's from the book in the book of Ephesians, where it tells us to be to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, not ourselves, and to put on the full armor of God to stand against the wiles of the devil. And that that just sort of resonated with both of us um, right when we, you know, we got married and we started this this um, awesome ministry together as a married couple um, to really thrust us forward into coming up against the principalities of the world that are going on right now and to bring to bring that light of God. So I think that that single verse was beautifully sort of placed and planted in our hearts by the seed of the Lord to to really get this ministry going in a bold way for him. And also, um, we have been talking to pastors and we usually tell them uh, we are pretty much saying your message, but through heavy metal, like through metal and rock loud music. So that's bold. And they pray for us. And uh, yesterday I was talking to my brother and he's very prophetic. He's a prophet. And I was thinking, I was talking to my mom first and I told her, mom, the latest video, in the latest video, I can see us, Warriors of Light, going to the darkest place and grabbing people, young people, and bringing them to the kingdom. So we go to the darkest places, right, to bring others to the kingdom. And then my mom said, well, that's exactly what your brother said when he watched your latest video. I'm like, wow, it's amazing. Uh, and that's bold because it's not easy. And is um, we need a lot of prayers, of course. Um, there is definitely warfare, but it is beautiful. Um, I remember during one of the, during the, la uh, this, the last show, I was praying to God, and during the tours, I pray all the time, right? So I'm like, oh, God, okay, protect us and bless us and protect others and let them receive the message, let them receive your, the Holy Spirit, let just move in them, just bring them to your kingdom, Lord. 
most of them don't know about you. We're going to play in some dark venues where many other metal bands are there. We are the only Christian band there. So, and then I heard the voice of God saying, I, I am rejoicing what you're doing. And that's confirmation because when you're playing metal for the Lord, sometimes you, you doubt, you, you say, Lord, are you sure you like this? Because this is really strong. I mean, my husband sings like death metal vocals. Like it's really strong. It's, it's, and I, as a female vocalist, I go with everything I got and I scream so loud. I'm like, God, do you really like this? <laughs> and God was like, I rejoice. I rejoice. And, and it's beautiful to see how the Lord rejoices. But the most beautiful thing is to see others getting to know their creator and understanding that he is the fountain of strength and hope and peace. And it's the only way to get these things. And it's just wonderful. Amen. Yeah, I think we both really have a heart for the lost as well, because we were walking through the desert ourselves for so long in this world. And so we really strive to to bring eyes, to, to help people to see through the blindfold of this world, um, to really free them through, through God's truth and through God's word. And um, what, doing so well, wearing the armor, the full armor of God, that's a free gift that's accessible to everyone. That it's, it's so simple, really. And a lot of people think it's not so simple or want to complicate it, but it really is a free gift of salvation to put on that armor and to cover yourself in Christ Jesus from against all the wiles of this world. I mean, it's wild out there. So, <laughs> so that's really the place we're coming from with this ministry. You know, Brayden, you said something that's really important about putting on the full armor of God. And when I was preparing for this interview, I went to Ephesians chapter six, and that was one of the first chapters of the Bible I became familiar with after I had been saved. Like, well, we won't go into how long ago that was, but it was one of the first chapters and I had heard it over and over and over again. And I had become familiar with it and just kind of lackadaisical with it. And then I went back and read what it said and what it said afterwards about standing your ground so you can persevere after you put the armor on. And I think what a lot of believers get into is this familiarity with Scripture. And because they're familiar with it, they think they understand it thoroughly. And after reading that, I was like, oh, I've been kind of missing a lot of things because I've been familiar with it, but not really going into the depth of it and studying it and just kind of meditating on what that all means. And Victoria, what you were just saying a second ago about using metal to free the lost, right now we're living very extreme times. And a lot of the so-called prophetic voices that are out there, I, I, uh, I get concerned with some things that they say because it's very trite and it's in a very, um, very melodic sound that's very soft, okay? And that, that's, you know, very soft sounding that tickles the itching ears. And I think right now we're at a point in time where God is looking for an extreme sound to wake people up. And that's what I see coming from you guys and when you really think about it, we go back into scripture before Jesus came the first time, there was a very extreme sound that was in the wilderness, crying in the wilderness, and that was John the Baptist himself. And when you look at that word, and Brayden, I believe this is for you, and I want to share this with you. When John the Baptist was preaching or crying in the wilderness, it wasn't what you would hear out of most of your churches today, but that word cry means to scream and to croak like a raven. And that's what I hear in your vocals. And I wanted you to encourage you in that and encourage you with what you're doing. I'm very excited with what I see here. And also, too, going to your videos, when I see your video and when I watch it the first time, 
it kind of reminded me, and not that I know for certain, but it was kind of like, maybe this is what the prophets of old saw, how they saw things when they envisioned the future, or and maybe even some that flow more of a prophetic gifting today when they see things and have flashes of visions and things like that. So when you guys are putting together your videos for your songs, does the visions come first and then the song, or does the uh, song come first and then the visions that you put in the video? How does that all work, or does it go both ways? Well, I think, um, first of all, awesome to, to reference John the Baptist. He, I, can, <laughs> I mean, I can just picture him just guttural screaming, repent for the kingdom of God. Yes. And that just brings joy to my heart. So yes, God has given me a specific role in this ministry to really be that loud voice, as well as my wife's awesome scream too. I'm, I'm loving her her direction that the Lord is bringing her. But um, so I, our, I think our videos are primarily an expression of the spirit that's being exuded from the track. So we oftentimes build a track around one or two verses specifically and kind of expand from there. So naturally, I think the visual support is sort of birthed directly out of that specific Bible theme, if that makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, to answer your question, it's I think it goes either way. It could start with a vision that one of us have either in a dream, which we've gotten many prophetic dreams over the last mm -hmm. years, or primarily, like I said, the, the visuals will be sort of a progression, a natural sort of result of visualizing that Bible verse and, and what we want to sort of articulate with, with the message as far as that goes. And, and also when the virus started, we were working in our song, No Weapon, because we were thinking like the, um, the enemies using all these weapons to attack us, like fear and depression and anxiety. And, and we have to, use, like you said, like uh, we have to wear the armor of God to prevent these attacks, even when you're a Christian or not, you need to uh, you need to stay strong. And the only way to stay strong is through the armor of God. So anyway, we were working in that video, and and then the virus started, and then we started to have visions of waves uh, coming to California and just destroying and destroying and destroying. I had a vision, and my husband had a dream the same day, and that's what the day we start packing. <laughs> we said, Lord. We start praying, and then we ask our pastors, and we start asking for um, confirmation. But we realized that we needed to move out of California, and that's exactly what we did. And in the video, you can see the transition and how the Lord, it's amazing because uh, my husband did not have this gift to do these videos, um, and I did not have the gift to mix music. So the Lord just gave it to us. He, the Lord is able and capable to give you any gift that he decides to give you at any time. And it's incredible. You will leave this, you will experience something supernatural that you will be like, I was not able to do this before. How comes? So this is what happened to him uh, when he's doing these videos, especially in the last one. I am a feeler, right? So I feel things and I see things and I, I believe I can see prophecy in the latest video of course we're going to talk about this in the future but uh in the latest video you can see the presence of god just trying to break in in the world trying to uh wake up people trying to have us see him because this is the year of vision right but this is a year of putting our eyes on god not in ourselves love myself blah blah blah. no go, love god and then love others so in the video in the in all the videos you see the presence of God taking over. And this is a supernatural gift that was given to Brayden, to my husband, 
And to me, it's amazing. Every time I watch the video again, I, I see something new. I see, wow. I'm like, oh, the hand of God is in the, in the latest one. Literally, he's right there. I'm like, it's powerful. So the music and the videos come together, but they are led by the Holy Spirit and by God. Yeah, exactly. It's a testament of the Holy Spirit working and just seeing the power it has when, it, when, we, when we step aside and let the Holy Spirit lead, the person of the Holy Spirit just, just takes us <laughs> places that we never thought we could go. And, you know, we always consider presentation from a holistic standpoint of, you know, the audio and the visual together, the totality of the message. Because we are representing, you know, the creativity of God. He is the master creator. He is the artist. He is the one that has, has blessed us with these uh, complementary components to really bring it together as a whole. So we're really, you know, critical and intentional towards every shot, every little thing that we put together. So, um, again, it's just a result of letting the Holy Spirit lead. And like you touched on, um, it, we, we're not striving to release just another, you know, CCM song or CCM video or something that sounds like everything else you've heard. That's simply not how the Lord made us. And we're grateful for that. You know, he made us unique and gave us these specific sort of blessings within the ministry to make it, you know, a little more unique, a little bit louder, a little bit louder than most. Yes. Yeah, so, so really quick, like uh, uh, talking again about the latest video, um, it's called uh, Serpent Slayer. Serpent Slayer. I posted it. I literally, I literally posted and said, this, this warning, there is a warning. <laughs> uh, this is for uh, rockers and metalheads because, you know, we are not singing soft Christian music. And I feel bad if somebody's really sweet, you know, and peaceful and never heard rock before <laughs> to come to this video and be like, this is crazy. But if you're a rock rocker or a metalhead and then you watch the video, you're like, oh, this is really cool. And even if you don't know God, you're like, I like the guitars, I like the drums, you know. And then out of the blue, there is a moment where the presence of God comes. And if you're an atheist, you just say, Oh God, you exist. I mean, hopefully that's what we're going for, right? Yeah. That's what God is doing in this video. So that's my warning. But if people want to watch it, I mean, go for it. I mean, we are designed. I believe that our purpose is is in the in the music business is for the loud warriors, the warriors that are loud and, and like you said, the, uh, John the Baptist. Yeah, it's like no matter what we're doing. And no matter what somebody from the secular world is liking from the video, whether it's the guitars or the vocals or whatever, the Holy Spirit is working moving. and moving under all of that, whether they know it or not. And that's the beauty of the creativity of God. And yeah, we're just so blessed to be a part of that and just watch it move. I see you guys, and I want to encourage you with this as well. First of all, if you ever want to move to Charleston, South Carolina, reach out to my wife. She's a real estate agent because I'd love to have you guys up here so we can fellowship. <laughs> over there on the East Coast. <laughs> so we can fellowship up here in Charleston. But one of the things that I see you doing is redeeming an art form or several art forms that have been locked up in Babylon for many, many years. The metal uh, genre, the video aspects that go with it. Because what I've seen over the past several years in the late 90s, 2000s, a lot of the, I'll use the word secular metal bands that I followed and then I still watch, what I saw them doing is I saw God moving on them at certain times because they're going to be sifted by a muse either way. It's either going to be the Holy Spirit or an unholy spirit or it's just going to be their flesh that motivates them to write. And if they're an artist, they're going to go with what moves them. And in a lot of times, it's been the Spirit of God that's moved them, but it's all been locked up in Babylon. And what I see now with this awakening and shaking that's going on 
is this is being released because when I see your videos and when I hear your sound, I see a lot of the things that I heard locked up in Babylon now coming to full fruition and being purified through you, if that makes sense. Uh, when I saw your videos and I saw your presentation and the way that you that you work and even just y- your presence, I, I see a lot of a band that I had contact with several years ago. They just came out, Enemy Inside, out of Germany. Very intense. And of course, their music would go either one way or the other. And I had some very sweet communication back and forth with them. Um, they're not a Christian band, but God did use them. And in some of their songs on their albums, God did use them. So what I see you guys doing is God is using you as vessels to redeem that which he, he being the ultimate creator, he created heavy metal music. He likes all of it. Uh, yeah. Even though I do not like, I'm not a big country music fan and I do not like Jack Johnson or Jimmy Buffett. God likes it. (laughs) He does. I like what you do. But what he's doing is he's taking that and he's redeeming it. He's bringing it to himself so that people can be redeemed in in the darkest places. And with the battle that we've seen over the years with heavy metal music, you know, I was in the 80s. I remember all the controversy on TBN about it. When I was a pastor uh, for a while, I preached against it and I had to repent of that. Uh, But with the battle that's going on over it, it's something that God wants to use. And anything that I see that God wants to use powerfully, the devil tries to take for himself first. So I want to encourage you guys to keep doing what you're doing, because God is using that to glorify himself. And there are many that are going to be reached. And also, Victoria, just a few seconds ago, when you talked about the sweet people, I was just thinking what it would be like if we set you up at a country church here in Charleston, South Carolina, and brought you in for a Christian concert. Be like, oh, my stars, I can't believe this. I would have to turn my amp a little bit lower. A little bit, you know, I guess I will end up praying and like blessing people instead of singing, maybe, I don't know. And the, always takes over. So that's, that's what is the title of the song in the video that you just released again? Serpent Slayer. S- Serpent Slayer. And because there is a warning on it, I am all into it. I watched it yesterday and we're going to change things up here. I want to take a quick break and everybody share that video with everybody so they can see that as well to see what Victoria is talking about, because this is an awesome video. It, it's an awesome song. And we will be right back after Serpent Slayer.
would you best describe your music because when i listen to it it sounds like uh corn metallica and technotronic and some of the djs from over in europe armin van buren and and tiesto they all got in a car wreck and and that's what that's what came out how would you guys describe your your music uh, uh glenn Genres can be so limiting. <laughs> and God has no limits. And God has no, no limits. It's limitless. <laughs> Especially when our tracks are so diverse from one to another. Oh, well, um, okay, so Raiden grew up more with metal and rock and um, death metal and trash metal and all that. I grew up with like all kind of music. Um, from jazz to blues to rock, especially classic rock and 80s rock. So we combine all that. And um, also we both like electronic music a lot. And we, what we want to do is truly get to the, uh, the young people and, and, and the rockers because we see them as our audience. And the reason is, to be honest with you, a lot of people, um, judges, uh, rockers, they see their tattoos and, and their hair and their attitude and, and, and because we got to know them, we, we've been hanging out with them since, since I was little with my brothers. I, I got to meet a bunch of heavy metal dudes and like friends and like punk rockers. I got to meet them and I know in my heart that they always treated me like family, number one. They always accepted me the way I was. And, and they were really help, helpful. A lot of them have a servant heart. Yes, that's true. And, and most of them, believe it or not, they hide themselves in music because they're brokenhearted for a reason. Maybe uh, one of the, the, the father left or um, some, something, some kind of pain that they try to like feel, uh, they try to feel themselves with, through, with music. But I mean, only God can feel this pain, to be honest. But music can help, especially when it's related to God. But anyway, so talking about the genres, we combine all kinds of genres, but because we want to get to them specifically, we want to maintain our hard rock, 80s rock with his metal, make it electronic and modern so we can get to the youth as well. And hopefully, I mean, if it's God's will to take us to some kind of billboard or something, I mean, I would love that. And I'll tell you why. Um, I was part, I had 
fame and money in the past and before giving my life completely to Christ. I, I knew Christ, but I wasn't completely, completely in, in love and like I am right now. I wasn't a new, I was not a new creation. Mm-hmm. So, and, and back then I wanted to be on top of the, of the world, to be on top of the world, to, uh, for, I don't know why, maybe attention, maybe power, I don't know, something I was lacking in my heart. But that's been healed already. The, father, the, the, the fact that my father, um, I grew up without a father. So I wanted to be strong. I wanted to get love because I didn't receive the love of my father, for example, right? But that, was, that has been healed already. I'm healed from that. And I'm he- we're healed from wounds uh, through intensive prayer, for example, right? So now, if God wants to put us on a billboard, is to bring him glory. Mm-hmm. And, and we have absolutely no pride. And we're super humble. And, and I believe, and I know, God, you're telling me right now through the Holy Spirit, he's telling me right now that we are ready. Because he knows that we are not going to be, not even greedy with money, not even, we don't want fame. We want him to have the fame. And if that, if, and if it takes us to go to the top and tell the whole world in a big, with a microphone, we'll do it. He knows we're ready. And the reason is because we're humble and we will only give him the glory to him and all the honor, all of it. And nothing for us. We're all only servants. We are humble. So. Just to uh, wrap up with this question, um, we are combining all these styles to reach the maximum, I mean, to reach the, the, the biggest audience we can. And we are the a loud noise for this generation. And when you started this interview, you said something about uh, being loud and uh, John the baptism. And yes, we go back to that because uh, like you said right now, um, during this pandemic, people need a loud noise to wake up because we're all kind of like tired and like, I mean, we've been, we've been, we, we have, uh, the enemy's bringing fear to bring us down, right? Yeah. So how do we fight back? Sometimes we have to pray louder, right? So, so this is like, like you said, like the voice of God maybe needs to be louder right now. And, and, um, and I believe that the Warriors of Light is the soundtrack of this of 20, this pandemic, because it's so strong. And even I put myself as, as a non-Christian watching these videos, I'll be like, this is amazing. Like my heart was beating so fast, you know? And that's, I believe that's what God wants to do right now. He wants to be a loud voice. Praise God, amen. And all the praise and honor, all the power to him. Victoria, you you made some key points that I want to circle back around to. I love everything that you just said, and I'm going to have you guys back in a couple in a, in a month or two, and we're just going to talk some 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 Bible and stuff like that. But what you were talking about, how God taking you now that you've emptied yourself, you've abased yourself really, and taking you and putting up you up there for His glory. When you take a look in the book of Ezekiel, where it talks about God giving us a new heart and a new spirit, becoming a new creation. If you read the verses before that, and I was just reading it this morning, that he does that not necessarily for us, but he does that for the heathen, for those that are lost. He uses us as a vessel. He sanctifies us so that they can know him. 
And I believe with what you were just saying, that's the place that you're at and that's your heart attitude. And I want to rewind just a little bit more to what you were saying about the rock and the metal community and the church. One of the things that I've experienced, unfortunately, and unfortunately I was on this end for a while, I really believe that the church can take a lot of lessons in love of how everybody in the rock and the metal community treat each other. They treat them with respect. I've been personally in many church situations and religious situations where it gets very nasty very quick, where there's a lack of respect for an individual and what it really boils down to where there's really a lack of love. And that's very concerning because all of the other stuff, we can have all these, Paul said this, we can have all these great giftings. We can prophesy, we can see visions, we can see things. Um, we can you know, have the gift of healing, but none of it is of any effect whatsoever. It's all useless unless we walk in love. And I think that's really a way that God has been reproving the church community is through the metal and through the rock communities. The times that I've had at concerts, I you know, before everything got shut down, every year I'd go to at least two, maybe three concerts or shows. And the thing was, is you get there and everybody, it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what your basis of belief is, everybody's just in community with each other and caring for each other. And I really believe that that is what God wants to restore to the church today. And Victoria, you were just saying a minute ago, I want to go back to this, that you had been up at the top and you've been Grammy selected before, and you've worked with some of my heroes, such as Alita Ford and Ace Freely. Um, and you're very bold. How did this happen that all of a sudden you're you're riding at the top with all of these key players and now you want to make Jesus famous? How did that happen? Yes, I'm going to try to make it short. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I moved from South America in 2004 and I was an immigrant. And um, God promised me before I moved out of Venezuela, a country that went through dictatorship and uh, it's in a really bad shape right now, but God can do it all. But God showed me, you need to move because this president took over and he's a dictator. And people believe in him because it was a new thing and socialism, communism and all these things. We don't want to talk about politics, but um, they believe in it. And I, in my spirit, I knew it was time to go. God, God told me, you have to go now. And, I, my, and my mom said, grab your degree and just your bachelor's degree and go. And I grabbed my bachelor's degree, I grabbed my guitar, <laughs> and I left, and I moved to New York. And, but God promised me before that, um, I believe it's in the book of Samuel, he promised me to protect me. And he, he told me, maybe you're not so into me yet, but I, I will protect you. I will. And he did. He did. Um, I was an immigrant. I worked with a Venezuelan family, and God was always with me. And this is why I tell Christians and non-Christians, God will always provide for you, protect you. <laughs> He's your identity. Because if he did it with me, and I'm an immigrant, I, I didn't know anybody, he can do it with you. So anyway, um, so I had a dream. And I was, uh, I was singing jazz in New York and <laughs> getting paid under the table. <laughs> Sorry, Lord, I repent. <laughs> and, and a pastor, um, a pastor who was a lawyer, did a pro bono work for me and got uh, granted me political asylum uh, because I almost got kidnapped in Venezuela. It's a long story, but God always protected me. And honestly, I can feel it, you know, that God was always there with me, you know, even 
in the toughest times. And well, okay, so now to get to answer your question, uh, from that moment, um, I moved, I wanted to move to Los Angeles. And that's when I started my first band. And I, I was relentless. I, I thought that I could move a mountain. I thought that I could do anything. I believe in God and Christ, but I wasn't like we spoke before. I wasn't completely a new creation. I didn't understand the, the differences between lukewarm and, and truly in love with Christ. So I didn't know, honestly. I thought that I was a Christian. I thought, but I was doing my thing, you know, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. And now I wait for the Holy Spirit. Now I pray. Now I'm in God every day. We, uh, yeah, we follow God. But anyway, so back in the day I was, oh, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to do it my way because I'm relentless. So anyway, I put this band together and I told them we're going to go on tour around the United States. And, and um, I got endorsements. And I worked extremely hard. I produced the first album, and people love that album still. They bought it in Japan and Spain. I was like, "How comes?" I mean, this, I mean, honestly, social media truly helped. And um, <clears throat> anyway, so I we went on tour from LA to New York, and honestly, we were selling CDs to be able to make it back home. <laughs> we were. We didn't have a budget. I mean, I, I wasn't sure what I was doing, but I had faith in it could happen. So anyway, we did all these tours and it was exhausting, but it was amazing. And I got to know a lot of people. It was really cool. And then after working extremely hard, I kept working 24-7. I opened my own label. I worked with labels before and I was signed before. But then I realized that some of the contracts, I grew up with two lawyers. I mean, my parents were lawyers, and before my father left, I, I saw them working with contracts all the time. So I'm, I'm an expert in contracts as well. <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. But I got some contracts from labels that I felt like, I mean, God told me just like, this is just not fair. I mean, you're going to be just a puppet of, you know, of what? and I'm like, no, I have a purpose. And all, my purpose is always being to bring encouragement and and joy to people even when I wasn't completely a Christian right so anyway uh so I took this band on tour I kept working 24-7 opened my own label and I decided to do everything by myself and the label is called I Machine Records because she's a machine (laughs) because I was a machine (laughs) I was 24-7 like producing the album mixing and then playing guitar and then singing and then booking the shows and then I managed I was a manager and then I was a nanny for the band members so anyway (laughs) no just joking so anyway I was doing all these things but I didn't know that God was preparing me for something bigger I was just thinking that I was doing it for me but at the end, God showed me, no, you were doing it for me. And I'm like, thank you, Lord, because I don't want to do it for me anymore. <laughs> so anyway, yes. And then at some point, um, I started getting to know a lot of musicians and I started making a big name in Los Angeles. And then I was playing the Sunset Street Music Festival with Queens Ride and then all these big bands, you know, uh, some of them maybe, yeah, like Marilyn Manson and all that. I don't want to mention none of that because... Uh, but some big bands, you know, like uh, Vince Neil. Uh, and then I was on tour with Ace Freely and Lita Four. And then it was getting top, top, top. I was going moving forward from the hard work because I had no help, right? 
Um, that's what I thought. But God, God had a plan. God was always helping me because he knew. So, um, so I reached a point where I was like, wow, I'm touring with the, you know, the, the biggest rock bands and it's so cool. And it's, I, I made my dreams come true. And I was on top of the world. And then I went to the Grammys and it was so cool. And then out of the blue, when I was here, uh, I went down like this, boom, to the bottom. And my guitars got stolen right before and Randy Rhodes tribute show uh, with some of the best musicians. And uh, I did not cancel the show. All my gear got stolen, my guitars, my keyboards, my production stuff. And I said, I was completely brokenhearted. I mean, those Jackson guitars, those were endorsements. Those mean so much to me. It's like a dog or, or, or a baby or something that means so much to you that I put so much of my heart in them for so many years. And they were not there anymore. So I was in an empty room and uh, I was like, God, I was like, God, I was like, like, how can this happen to me? Like, and uh, I played the show, it was a good show. But then when I went back and I didn't see my guitars, well, I had to borrow a guitar, I forgot that. Uh, when I went back after the show and I didn't see my guitars, my Jackson guitars and my gear, I, I felt like, wow, I have nothing. Like, what, what, what am I gonna do? Like, I totally felt so sad. Like, I worked so hard for those guitars. They've been with me forever. We play so many great shows. I have nothing right now. And at the time, I didn't have a place to leave because I, I just moved from Chicago to Los Angeles back because I had so many shows in Los Angeles. And, and um, then I was staying with a Christian friend and God told me, I'm going to give you two options. You go and get depressed. You're going to fall in the hole and get depressed or you come to me but I need you to give me everything. Wow. And I said to myself, God, I am glad, I'm glad this, ha I'm glad this happened. I am glad to give you everything. And literally I put everything in the, in the author. I put, and I said, I told him with tears in my eyes, I told him crying, crying like a river. <laughs> I told him, God, just take music away, take it away. Mm -hmm. If it's in between you and me, if I'm putting it first, just take it away. Yeah. And he took it away for two years. Yeah. So after that, he brought it back and I got a phone call and they wanted me to play Oklahoma 2018. And I always wanted to play that festival. So I asked God, is that okay? But by, but by then I was going to church. I was serving at church. I dedicated two years to serving and humbling myself. To the point of I'm at the door saying hi to people and hugging people, you know what I mean? Like serving the pastors, like putting myself down, 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 down. And it was beautiful, you know, I'm so glad that happened. And then when they called me from Oklahoma and they, they said, we want you to play the show. I'm like, wow, God, can I do it? And God is like, yes. So I got some guitars back and um, I got endorsements and, I played the show and really quick, um, this is something that, this, is, this was the beginning of Warriors of Light. I played that show with my old band in 2018. Mm -hmm. My husband and I were talking about Warriors of Light and we were already kind of studying. Mm -hmm. Now, when I played that show, this is what happened. 
I didn't, I, I mean, with my old band, I was just all about, the message was all about joy and energy, you know, and excitement rock and roll, rock and, roll <laughs> and like, and, and I was singing that, but then there was another stage in the front with a really evil band and thousands of people were jumping and praising the enemy. And I saw that and I was, I grabbed, I was, we were, we were performing almost at the same time. And I grabbed the microphone and I said, what am I doing? So, and then I felt the light of God in me and I had this audience in front of me and I grabbed the microphone and I'm like, hold on. I'm like, let's say thanks to God because we're alive. We can walk. We are here. We can breathe. We are together. We are united. Aren't we, aren't we in the spirit of God right now? We are rejoicing in his love. And I started grabbing the microphone and people were like, yeah. People were very receptive. All those crazy rockers, you know, like more like, like Harley Davidson guys. Yeah, God, <laughs> shout to God, you know, scream to God, scream to God. Because I saw the other bands shouting for the enemy. And that's when I knew. I looked at my husband and I knew. Words of life needs to be all about God. The message has to be all about him. When you were on stage there doing that, you were engaged in spiritual warfare. That was warfare, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what you were doing. That is an awesome testimony. Braden, how did you guys meet? How did you become a husband and wife? I'm sitting here listening to all this, how God's orchestrated everything. And it's like, okay, I got to ask the question, how did this relationship come about? We uh, thank God we met through church. We met through the church community and we knew people in common. So, so the Lord set up a few different ways for us to, to become as one flesh. And it was just, it was amazing because we had both been through such, such a dark desert and we were both coming out of that, um, just had gotten baptized. And so we were new creatures, new creations, and just we're, we're saying, we were both saying to God, you know, like, we give up, like we, we give up. We haven't found anyone that is right for us. You know, this, this isn't working. So we give it to you. And the second I gave him, you know, all the control and all the power, mm-hmm. he, he brought me the greatest blessing in my life, which is my, my wonderful, my wonderfully talented wife. And, and that was, that was amazing. Cause his timing was perfect. It was like, couldn't have been more perfect. And it was just a testament to his power and his glory. There's something really special that goes on when a husband and a wife are engaged in ministry together. And I've seen that. It's interesting. The majority of the bands that we've interviewed and that we've worked with in the three years that we've been doing this, most of them have either been husband and wife or father and daughter and even brothers, the family unit. And God is really, I think, through all this, showing people and what he's shown me is just the strength of the family unit how that is so important in the presentation of the gospel and the power of his anointing. It starts with the family, the church, and then it goes right up to the nation. Those are the three units and to glorify his, to glorify his kingdom. I mean, for us, two are greater than one. That's what he's shown us because he gave us complimentary gifts and talents that just really, really synergize really well together as, as a ministry. So, But honestly, for all the people that are single out there, I learned um, uh, because I met my husband really late, you know, cause I was get ready to be married way before I met him, but God had his perfect timing. But when I was single, I learned how God is your perfect love and perfect love cast out all fear. Mm-hmm. And, and when you make God your center and the love of your life, it's wonderful because you don't have expectations 
and and you receive his love every day and it's like a fruitful tree you know you're always joyful you you have his perfect love you adore him you sing to him so i when i before i met him i was used to that um, i was just just used to uh, praising the lord and just i'm in love with the lord you know and he's my everything and so when i met him that was good because I was not going to put my husband as an idol because I already had my idol, the only one. My only God is my only idol. So my husband had his position as a spouse, which is not the first, but the second. And that's okay. I mean, my husband is so important in my life, but obviously God reigns in our relationship and in our marriage. And that's the reason, uh, for example, when we have a conflict, um, I don't know what people do without God. Because honestly, God can help us so much. And we usually put our worries and concerns in God's hands. When we cannot resolve, we're like, okay, God is in your hands. We're going to pray for each other. Sometimes we separate. And then I go and I, I pray. Women, this is how you're supposed to pray. You don't pray like, oh, he's so mean. <laughs> you just pray like, Oh God, okay, you just breathe in first and let all the bad stuff go and say, God bless him and give him peace and give him and, and lead him to do the right thing. And I trust you, Lord. And even if my spouse could be wrong or I am wrong or I could be wrong, always stay humble, um, just show us the way. And you put God first, oh, and it feels so good. <laughs> and, by, no and by separate, she means just separate areas of the house. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, take, just bring it to God and pray for each other. That's, yeah. that's our advice. Yes. That is so beautiful. This is just chock full of logos truth. Everything that you guys are saying and even some rhema word coming through today about the prophetic giftings that you guys operate in. And I am just so excited to have had God bring us our, our paths together so that we could bring you on here because everything that you're saying is things that we've been saying over here for the past two, three years. And it's just really exciting to see that. And what we are going to do is you are going to be one of our featured artists of the month for the month of January in January 2021. So honored. Thank you. Bob. And we are going to post your information and a uh, brief bio and everything and, and a little bit of a review on our website at lithoscry. That's L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y.com. And as you can see, I got this handy sign back here. If you look at that, okay, if you can't spell it properly. And what are some ways that uh, our listeners can... Besides YouTube, uh, other places that they can go and experience your music and what Warriors of Light is all about. Yeah, so we have our main website up and, and running now. It's wolarmy.com, and that includes our, you know, our Facebook, our Spotify, our Instagram, our press kit, all that good stuff, all the music, all the videos, everything that you'd want to see is at wolarmy.com because all together we're an army for the kingdom. And we're all part of this. We're all warriors we're together. All warriors. We are all a family. And Jesus doesn't judge and criticize. We're, nobody's here is perfect. So whoever joins the army, I mean, you could come from any situation. Uh, we'll pray for you. And we're all a family. Nobody here is being judged. And, and that's what a true warrior is. Somebody who doesn't criticize others. Yeah, and we just want to let people know, you know, you're not alone out there. First of all, there is a father who loves you more than you'll ever understand and there are brothers and sisters that are just waiting to embrace you and to fight alongside you in this battle all together nobody should be alone nobody should be ruled by fear in the name of jesus christ 
and God is telling me to say this. Um, if you read the Bible, which is the most powerful, it's the, it is the powerful book that we have to um, to use it as a sword of the spirit against any attacks and any anything that is in your life bothering you. It could be heaviness, depression, and anxiety, suicide. So go to the Bible and find a verse that you identify with. And for example, I identify with Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So pretty much this is saying that we need to keep our hope almost like a jacket, jacket on top of the armor, you know, because um, uh, obviously the enemy is trying to wrap us in this blanket of fear and makes us blind and, and separate us. And it's the opposite. God does not want that. What God wants and he gives us freely through Jesus is hope, peace, love, and joy. And this is something that God wants for us every day. And we need to preserve this. We need to hold into this through hope. Amen. That is so timely and so beautifully said. And if there's any of our listeners that want to reach out to you that have questions about the scripture or need to be prayed for, is there a way that they can reach out to you through email? Can you give an email address? Yeah, it's warriorsoflightarmy at gmail.com. Warriorsoflightarmy at gmail.com. And we are your sister, brother and sister. And meaning we are family. We don't consider ourselves uh, superstars or nothing like that. We are just messengers of God, whatever he wants to put us. And we are in the same level of everyone. We are just humble and ready to serve you. So if you want to email us with any questions or any prayer requests, we're happy. Um, we're happy to, to help you and, and bring you to, our, to the army of God <clears throat> to the pur- for the purpose of God, for, for what God is doing, uniting us in his kingdom. Amen. We got the sword of the spirit back there. I, don't know I see, see that. Yeah, look at that. There it is. <laughs> that is so neat. Right next to a speaker. <laughs> that is great. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. What you said today is so powerful. And we are going to have you back on in a month or two. And we're going to talk some more about the sword of the spirit, spiritual warfare and, and different things like that, because I really believe there's a lot of misconceptions that are out there. And you guys what you said today, you are more than just music. You're more than just metal. You're just, you're more than just loud. You are truly serving the Lord. And I really appreciate that and love you guys and love what you're doing. And for our viewers and for our listeners, if you have any questions for us over here at Lithos Cry, you can email us at lithoscry at gmail.com. And until next time, peace out and rock on people. With me is Miss Jenna Parr, and if you've not heard Jenna's music, you gotta check this out. Winds are changing like the sea, when the world is crumbling, I'm reminded Jenna, you can rock and melt people's (laughs) faces off. And because you rock, 
because you can melt people's faces off and because you have a heart towards the Lord, we have a very special announcement to make today. Where are you going to be on May 15th, 2021? I am so, so excited to announce that I am going to be at the Get Revelation Rock Fest in Charleston, South Carolina. We have added Jenna to the lineup for Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021. This thing is going to be absolutely amazing. Now, for all of you that are out there thinking that we're absolutely nuts for doing this because the world is on shutdown, we are moving in faith. And Jenna was brought to us by the Lord. It's just amazing how he's worked this out. And here is the lineup on my copious notes. You like my notes, Jenna? Look at that. I, got, <laughs> I do. I got copious notes here. And, of course, the headline band for Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021 is The Letter Black. We also have Zana coming. We have Warhol, Armor of God, The Last Trumpet, and Ziggy. And now we have... Jenna, introduce yourself. <laughs> Jenna Parr. All Woo! right. Yes, we have Jenna Parr. And now <laughs> is the time for you to get your tickets for Get Revelation Rock Fest 2021. It's not too early because right now we are only selling 800 tickets. Only 800 tickets available right now. And you can get them at our website at Lithos Cry. And if you have trouble spelling that, it's right here. Look at that, huh? lithoscry.com <laughs> or on our Facebook page at lithoscry you can get the tickets through the Eventbrite link right there and if you have any questions about the event you can shoot me an email at lithoscry at gmail.com Jenna do you have anything that you'd like to share with our uh, viewers and those that are going to be coming out to Rockfest uh, not much other than just I am so excited and I can't wait to see all of you it's going to be a great event. It's going to be at the Han Han Amphitheater on May 15th, 2021. We're going to be opening up the gates there at about 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And it is going to be a full day of good rock that glorifies God. Jenna, we are so excited about having you and look forward to seeing you at Rockfest. Well, thank you so much. I'm so excited. And for our viewers and listeners, again, lithoscry.com is where you can get tickets. You can also go to our Eventbrite link at Lithos Cry. And the headline band for this event, everybody, is the Letter Black. This is going to be a great event, and it is outdoors. See you on May 15th, <laughs> Jenna. See ya. Lithoscry.com.